Welcome to Certainly Doomed Reviews. I'm your host, Kurt. I'm Sam. I'm Katie. And it's Corey. This week, we watched The Lighthouse, or as we're calling it, The Shape of Lobster. <laughs> or the alternative title. So, I think someone someone other than me has to do it. I have a lisp. <laughs> the Shape of Fishussy. <laughs> God, I hate us. <laughs> I hate um, us too. That was recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Documented. If you've seen it, you know. And if you haven't seen it, bruh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. We're You're missing to, out? <laughs> Question mark. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna it, ruin somebody's day. It's not a it's not a it, it's kind of a spo- God, is it a spoiler? Kind yes. of? Yeah, okay, we'll explain it past the spoilers. Um anyways you guys This movie stars. Robert Pattinson, William Defoe, and I guess Valeria Cartman and Logan Hawks. I guess. Those are the two other people that appear in the movie. <laughs> For, and, I uh, would use the word stars lightly regarding yeah, those last two. Yeah, stars very, very uh, lightly. That, it would be would, a like a feature, a cameo. Of the hour and 49 minute runtime, they're maybe in at nine. Minutes? <laughs> That's a stretch, even. <laughs> yeah. It is an hour and 49 minutes. Came out in 2019. We watched it on Blu-ray. And yeah. I believe you can watch it on... I want to say Voodoo. Oh, my God. Um, Sam's fact-checking us. Good. Showtime. Yeah. It's Showtime. Showtime, okay. Showtime. It's weird Showtime's still a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Showtime. Used to love you. We're never gonna get sponsored by them now, Kurt. Uh, it's okay. I I don't think their showtime's like throwing out these sponsors. <laughs> but if you are, <laughs> yeah. But if you are showtime, yeah, dude, I will pump your content. I'll watch everything you have, all eight movies, <laughs> um, including anyways, the uh, lighthouse. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a watch for me, man. Fuck. It's a watch it for me. It's a watch it for me. It's a skip it for me. Ooh. Wow, it's like the first one we've had in forever. <laughs> I could have looked at the one. front of this and told you that Katie was going to say skip it. <laughs> this is the first one since Bubba Hotep. Oh my god. Because Corey said skip it on that one. Yeah, fuck that movie. It was boring as shit. And then, <laughs> anyway, was, this movie, <laughs> this is not about Bubba Hotep. Yeah. Even I, though that anniversary is coming up for the movie. Did, did, did you want to include anything on your skip it, Katie? Uh, okay, so... Spoilers, it, all spoilers. I won't give any spoilers away. We'll wait till we get past the warning. Um, I wouldn't call it a bad movie, but to me it was kind of boring and not a lot happened, and um, a good portion of it I was definitely confused because I'm like, this, this is it. There's nothing else. So, it was fine. I don't need to ever watch it again, though. Sure. I will say... Well, I'll save it for best part but I, I do have pros to say about the movie okay interesting didn't expect that okay i didn't straight up hate it i just okay meh. i i understand yeah. meh is how i feel about it all right well are we ready in spoilers because i really want to talk about the uh the alternate title of the movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely gonna, uh, it's not that i don't want to say it on on mic it just i swear to god my lisp is bad Every time you say it, point at me, or want to say it, point at me, and I'll I, say it for you. I, I feel We're like if I say... Fishussy. It'll just come across as complete lisp. Like, it'll just fish-ish-y. be static noise. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you say chicken. It is. Like, I feel bad trying to order a chicken sandwich at a restaurant. <laughs> chicken sandwich. Yeah, yeah, leave me alone. All right, you guys. Uh, with that, that three, two, one, uh, spoiler warning. Oh, no. All right, uh, so this movie's about two lighthouse keepers try to maintain their sanity while living on a remote, mysterious New England island in the 191890s. I'm dyslexic today, too. That, that's it. That's the summary. That's it. <laughs> also, no dish on dyslexic people. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I think all of us are. <laughs> I, I feel... I, I'm You're a writer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Actually, mine is just purely numbers. I'm good with words. I can't do numbers. I, I was at Walmart uh, and I had the dude like do a scan check and he's like, oh, it's $13. And I go, this is $13? And he goes, yeah, thir- 30, thir- $31, man. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was like some 15-year-old kid. He gave me the look like, fuck, this dude's uh, going to yell at me. And I'm like, no, nah, dude, you're good, man. I, I also can't number. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, all right, you guys. Uh, best part besides the fish. This fish. You <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> you had one job, Katie. Do it again. Do it again. Best part besides the fish. Sussy. Go. Uh, okay, so my pros. Not that I have tons, but I will say, really like strong in the cinematography. I think it's really cool the way that it's shot. And I, I can appreciate the fact that they did a black and white movie. Like, I think that's really cool. Um, acting was really great in the movie, too. I enjoyed that. That's that's what I got. <laughs> yeah, I'm that's not you. a part, but yes. <laughs> hey, I agree. It's the a part of huge. the movie. True. The, for me, this movie is entirely carried on the performances. Yeah. Well, I would agree I mean, with that. I think it's it's definitely, and this is something Sam can hopefully agree with, it's better in theaters because you don't have the hard bordering. Yeah. I, I think the hard bordering, it does kind of bring it down. And if it wasn't for the performances, that was kind of like, it's okay. It's okay. I got to explain. So for, it's shot in a, what aspect ratio? I want to say f- uh, four by three or four, three aspect ratio, but I might uh-huh. be wrong. Versus 16, eight, which is normal, right? Or 16, nine. 16, nine. Yeah. So it's kind of more of a square, but with the projector, there wasn't these hard lines where the blackness was so a scene that had like just a little bit of lighting mm-hmm. felt different in theaters i will just come out and say it it was better in theaters and it is if you can see it on a projector or on a theater do it do it without those hard lines the the, the level of darkness immersion i guess would be a good way to call it you get in this movie is insane as you can tell Sam and Kurt have watched this before. This is Katie and I's first viewing. Yes. Uh, we saw this, I guess, right when it came out back in 2019. I haven't seen it since then, but... I've, th- I've seen it once, yeah. Kurt couldn't stay from stay away from the fish I couldn't. I was real awkward watching that part with my coworkers. <laughs> one of... Both of them being very older. One of them being a... God, like, he's... He's like... I want to say he's... Six nine, gigantic human, like just just a giant. Okay, and he only watches kung fu movies and action movies or comedies. And he says, "Oh yeah, movies not worth anything. Doesn't have a brother Brother in in it. it. Yeah, black guy. And uh, you know, this movie, of course, only had white people. And he's like, this is white people movie. He goes, there was a fish vagina. What the fuck is wrong with you, Kurt? (laughs) I'm like, man, Houston, was it good? No. Okay." And he goes, so I was on to pick another movie for <laughs> movie day at work, which was because COVID. Yeah. Did, yeah. It wasn't because COVID. It's because you picked a movie with a fish pussy in it. Well, I mean, that's why we're watching <laughs> movies at work. A fish pussy, uh, if you will. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite part is when you, you kind of get the snap of when everything just like breaks in the movie when you see that both of the characters our main characters tell stories that they then contradict almost immediately in the movie and then they start snapping at each other and you see like the breakdown of the mental state almost immediately after both of them figure out that their stories are contradicting loved that little that little tidbit in there you I just love details like that. We talked about it before, but I I love those like really meaningful. Just you have to be paying attention to. I guess that's probably what makes me a movie snob portion <laughs> of a movie. That's why I like artsy movies because most of them are kind of like that. But I love that. Just seeing the break like that, like pasta that you snap. Beautiful. Um, yeah, I mean, it, like everybody said, the performances are, performances are great. Um, this is, I want to say it's probably the first movie I've seen of Robert Pattinson, like, after Twilight. I really want to so, see, uh, Swiss Army Man. That's Daniel Radcliffe? That's Daniel yes. Radcliffe? It oh, is. Okay. It's Daniel Radcliffe and Paul Whoops. Dano. Yeah, I was going to say, Paul Dano is in that one. Everybody's the same person to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's racist, Corey. They're both British. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, there's, there's only an island full of them, okay? There's not a lot of them mathematically. 
Anyway, before we get canceled by England. It's okay. There's 40 of them. I'm... <laughs> Look, if we have any English viewers, first off, shout out in the comments. That's awesome. How do you listen to us? Uh, second We're kind off, of inseparable. <laughs> second off, second off. Is there like, like comparatively, like, is it weird to think that like your country is as big as some of our states here in the U.S.? Because like to me, that's wild. I don't know how to like segue, so Sam just keep talking about your <laughs> this part really quickly. The United Kingdom is roughly the size of Michigan. It's slightly smaller. I'm sorry. <laughs> now we can transition. But yeah, uh, it's the first time I I think I've seen Robert Pattinson since the Twilight movies. I've obviously he's done movies since then and arguably really good ones but those I think I mean it's hard to argue or pick who's better between him and Willem Dafoe but maybe because I didn't know what to expect from him he he was probably my favorite part mm -hmm. um, and then the cinematography I also really love it a doing black and white movie or it being shot in black and white makes it makes them feel more isolated from the rest of the world i would agree with that wholeheartedly because so, if everything was in color then i don't know if it would have worked necessarily i don't think it would have been the same it wouldn't have been nearly as impactful yeah. just trying to be different and picking like an actual part instead of just saying the cinematography because like the cinematography is the best part of the movie like truly it is the cinematography and the acting and to be fair i mean the synopsis, as short as it was, a whopping, what, two sentences? I think it's just one run-on. Yeah, so, I mean, like I said, there's not... Use your second grade <laughs> English knowledge. There's not, like, a ton that actually happens in this. I mean, don't get me wrong, there is... There are things that happen, but it's not, like, one thing after um, another. <laughs> uh, everything that happens in this movie is very subtle. There's a lot that goes on, yeah. but it's all very subtle it's not like in your face every single second of the movie well like there's a portion of the movie where he's talking about how he has told him for weeks to do this or this or this and it feels like us watching the movie it's only been a couple days yeah so they do a lot of things like that where they give you tidbits to help you fill into the story and show that there's motion happening in the story without like fully contextualized and fully Sh like just showing you and giving it to you yeah moments there are in there there are moments like that in there but it's a lot of the more underlying yeah my train of thought derailed oh. sorry oh right. no, you're fine no you're fine my brain just like was like hey remember that thing we were talking about <laughs> what was it <laughs> ready to bring your train of thought back what is the worst part besides fishy um, I'll go first. So I actually wrote down two things and by wrote down, I mean, put in my notes app because I'm not as cool as Brandon. Um, worst part, I put weird masturbation mermaid sex montage thing with the fushussy and, uh, the bird murder. Okay. So we said besides the fushussy, so we get to go with the bird murder. Yeah. Both, both were not great though. I love the bird murder part. Um, Love is a strong word for that. <laughs> I was. Uh, it does a lot for the story. It does, and I understand it. And I, I don't necessarily even have like a big problem with it. It was just like, oh, okay, we're just beating the shit out of this seagull. Okay. And I mean, like, you're talking about how you see them start to snap, and that was like the first, like, breaking point. And I get it. The seagull kind of attacked him first. Seagull mm. through hands, but. He just straight up grabs that bitch and slap, slap, slap. And yeah. I was kind of like, mm. And then it uh, looked like we were watching Birdemic. That I haven't even seen yet. Oh, yep. <laughs> uh, I just had a thought about the whole bird or the seagull. Because he talks about how seagulls are uh, the souls of dead sailors. Mm -hmm. And he murdered his boss. Do you think the seagull's his boss? I think that's what it's supposed to kind of 
represent, but it's supposed to be sailors, and he worked in a pine. Uh, yeah. Well, that doesn't really translate, but... Yeah. I think it's supposed to be more of, like, the old man murdering his secondary, and that he is the same as the old man for doing that to the seagull. Um, but that's a really good idea and point. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot about this movie where you can kind of interpret it in your own way, which is what I really like about it. Um, I don't... I'm trying to stop saying um, but thinking about this movie... It's a lot to process. Yes. And I don't... Even... I'd probably have to say the sequel murdering is probably my least favorite part as well. Also him being eaten by the seagulls at the end well i i don't mind that part because that actually ties into a lot of his character basis i mean we'll talk about that in a second i know all (laughs) about that i think my least favorite part of the movie uh oh gosh i don't like the old man like i understand his point in there but when he's on screen at least like 70% of the time for William Defoe's character. He's great. He does a great job for it. And he does a great job fulfilling the role that this man has. But just like, bro, you're always trying to like fight. That motherfucker doesn't shut up. No, he doesn't. He's like, uh, I'm going to do everything I can to try to make you fight me. Dude, I get it. You've been alone for a really long time. You're crazy. And you are having a sex affair with a fucking lighthouse. But or Cthulhu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something along those lines. Uh, but it, it, there are times where like, he's talking on screen and I'm just like, I feel like the only point of this scene is just to make you dislike him. Which I'm pretty sure is a lot of the time when he's on screen so that you do and you understand why he's going crazy. Because who the fuck wouldn't go crazy with that man? But... Oh my gosh. See, I think for me it was the William Defoe octopus uh jism scene. <laughs> um, I can handle the bird murder, I can handle a lot of things, but um William Defoe masturbating and then having suspicious liquid drop onto Robert Pattinson's face was a little well, it doesn't we don't drop know on his directly face that he's right masturbating. In Right in front of him. We know that he's having some kind of sexual experience. And then strange liquid drops down, and then there's a tentacle, and it's like hentai all over again, okay? <laughs> I just want to know how they presented this movie to both Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. Well, uh, from what I've read, Robert Pattinson saw the witch and wanted to be in a that movie. Was, that was Willem Dafoe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so this is Robert Eggers, or the director's second movie he made. He made The Witch in 2016. And yeah, which also I actually I for recommended I'll probably just say his other two movies, but I Willem Dafoe saw in theaters. He reached out to Robert Eggers and he's like, I really loved your movie. It's like I want to be in your next one or any do any movie. Put me in coach. Yeah, nice. And since then he's also in the Northman. So I heard that was really good. Uh, It was really good. The Lighthouse is my favorite of all of his movies. Um, but the Northman's probably his most like approachable movie, mm-hmm. I'll say. Not that the the witch it's... isn't, but they're all very different movies. Would you say that the Northman is probably more for the everyday person? Yes, which also uh, that also might be because it so it had was he did not say have final say over like the final cut of the movie mm-hmm. because the budget for it was like ninety million dollars. So, <laughs> but. I mean, it still was really good, and it's it's based off the story of, or the original story that Hamlet was based off of. Like, the main character's name is Amleth. Hmm. So. Interesting. We'll have to watch it. Yes. Next question? Next question. Because we got worst part down and covered. Of course. Well. There was a lot of fishy in that. <laughs> there was maybe a little too much. Fishy. I mean, it's just like one quick shot, but God, it it sticks with you. I I can't believe I forgot about it, and then I right before we got to the scene, I was like, Oh God! Oh God! Oh, <laughs> oh no! Just, oh like, no! So like, nightmares coming back to haunt me. So like the first scene that they have of Robert Pattinson's character masturbating, I was like, Okay, not surprised. Two guys stuck alone 
on this island. There's this wooden Surely, curve of a woman. Yeah, like, I, I yeah. get it. People got needs, whatever. <laughs> People got needs. The, the next time when we start picturing the mermaid, get it? Desperate, whatever. The second that fucking fishesy showed up on screen, I was like, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> that was my, like, okay, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I can't do this. So if you want to be scarred for life, this, <laughs> this is the movie for you. To laugh at it. <laughs> so, uh, how would you str- str- how would you handle being stranded on a deserted island? That's too many D's in that sentence. So, to to elaborate on this question, is it just me? Is there anyone else there? Uh, uh, I guess you would be stuck with Willem Dafoe for uh, if you're in. I Robert would kill Pattinson. him within the first ten days. <laughs> yep. With Corey. Couldn't do it. No. No. He's fucking dead. Couldn't do it. But then you don't get any lobster. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't like lobster, so... Oh, well. But what if there's no other food? Yeah, you probably... Well, you know, they... 90% of the time when they pull that thing up, it's crabs. Here's the thing. Robert Patton's character is very, very, very unhinged in this movie. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Okay, so... So let me go really quick. Really quick. Come back to me. I have, I have a legitimate... I think that we're viewing the Willem Dafoe's character in Robert Pattinson's character's light. Um, I also think that Willem Dafoe's character is supposed to be Robert Pattinson's character. Like, it's him as an old man. That's true. That's why they're both of their names are Tom. It's him if he gets stuck okay. there forever. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. pretty okay. much. The answer is, I could. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. So you're there for four weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's only a month? Yeah, it's only a month. You're supposed to. Supposed to. Here's the thing. He said he was going to make $1,000, right? Now, from 1913 to 2022, that's 30K. Well, Yo, it was I even more because it was 20 years before that. Yeah. So we're talking 35K. Bro, bro, bro. Again, for I would a kill month? a family of nine for 40K. For a month. Okay. I, that does change things a little bit. I, I think that it. I could. I think I could probably suffer through that, but I don't, I don't, I would not be able to make promises of not killing that man. Yeah, I, okay, I could tolerate it for a month. It's a month of my life. That's it. Um, I guess my bigger question is, am I going to have to see Fishussy? Uh, only if you're, okay, so like, that's the better question is like, was that charm cursed? Because, like, if it was cursed, then yeah, you do, but you're into it. I don't think I or swing that way, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we broke Corey. <laughs> the dicky. Wait, you gotta do the. You gotta keep it consistent. What? You have oh. to point at her. Fishussy? No, Fadicky. No, Fadicky. Um, I think I could survive for four weeks. I don't really know what else to say. <laughs> Do you think you'd want to murder an old man? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> he'd probably want to murder you because you don't talk. So be yeah, like, you would just be like, okay, I sir. No, uh, sir. Exactly. I sir. I don't think Sam and I are like, proudy enough to be like... I want to see the light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would... I don't think I would be that obsessed with the light. Um, although, are you going to ask a question later about what I'm about to talk about? What? The mythology behind that? Yeah, that's literally the next question. Okay, great. Then I'm not going to talk about it yet. Right. Anyway, there's a there's a part of the light that makes a lot of sense whenever you're... If you know this background about a portion of the story that it's supposed to represent... It makes a lot more sense. You don't need it to enjoy the movie, um, but it does make a lot more sense. Would you? Do you think, Kurt? I I I think so, but I also at the same time for why he wants to see the light so bad. Yeah, but I'm talking about me, bruh. For me, no, I'm I'm not proud enough. Okay, for thirty k, he's like paint that lighthouse, boy, and I'd be like, okay. Yeah, you would be. I'll paint that lighthouse. I've met your boss. I don't. I think met your I boss's can... wife. I couldn't do that part. Uh, for 30k, yeah. No. Yeah, for 30k. Okay, okay, break that and divide it by four. You're looking at 6k. 
A little over 6K, yeah. Listen, I, I'm i fucking terrified of heights. So one, wouldn't be going up in that fucking tower. He didn't have to worry about me. Well, if you were in this time period, that wouldn't matter. Don't care. It would not matter if you were in this time exactly. period. Exactly. Like, I get to also, eat they lobster. wouldn't have hired a woman, so... <laughs> Darn. I get Darn. to eat lobster and clean. Like, okay. like. Well, a secondary thing, at this time point that this takes place in lobster was still like a poor man's food that was what they gave to prisoners cool man you know like i get food a place to sleep but you like my lobster right yeah tell me you like my lobster that's just it man i'm not tell me you like my lobster i'm not crazy i know you like my lobster uh robert patton's characters i'm pretty i'm pretty easygoing like he he's feeding me and he's paying me yeah yeah, but you gotta listen to his bullshit 24-7. I can zone it out. Um, okay, look, look, I work with a bunch of conspiracy theorists. I have heard <laughs> so worse. True. I have heard so much worse than what he's talking about. I mean, same. I work with that a bunch one. of old white dudes. Uh, yes, I do. Well, I work in customer service, so I can just go, yep, uh-huh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too, I, man. Really? Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. You dreamed about a fadiki? Okay. <laughs> Weird. Oh my god. Okay, better question is better no. question. Oh, we no. don't even have to say it on camera. Raise your hand. Are you making out with William Defoe? Broke back lighthouse style? No. 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 Okay, yeah, I Kurt's, guess I'm alone. For our non visual watchers, Kurt's the only one that raised his hand. Also, I think Kurt has a thing for William Defoe because this is like the second time. It's like the third time where they go. There you go. Third time. Well, he does his own sons. He's unhinged, okay? And look, okay. if you're alone in a lighthouse, and he's like, yo, I got tentacles, maybe we can see what those tentacles can do. Well, I'm have to go home with you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next question. What do you think the Fishussy represent, sorry, the Fishussy represented, you guys? What is the meaning behind this movie? Was it just to show? Fishussy. On camera? <laughs> Probably. Uh, I think it means that Fishussy is life. <laughs> Sam. Okay, so for clarification, we are asking about the movie, not specifically Fishussy. Yeah. I mean, I gave you my theory on the movie. Okay, so um, what is this movie? Like, what does it represent? Because personally, I think it's purgatory. It's the same guy. It's the s- They are stuck in an endless duel of killing each other like in the last cycle Defoe killed Patterson this one Patterson killed Defoe they see the light the light being the ultimate goal and then they both die and it restarts all over again with two people entering a lighthouse it's always a lighthouse I like that theory a lot um but you're wrong <laughs> I, I'm not this is an art house movie I could say this is all about <coughs> just wanting to show Sorry. Fishussy. On camera, and it's it's correct, okay. Before, Corey, before you deep dive, okay. I, I just want to say with what Kurt was saying, that kind of reminds me of, like, Cain and Abel. Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of what that made me think of. Not that I had any, like, really deep theories about this movie, because I kind of just thought, okay, these dudes went fucking loco in that tower, and were just really fucking horny all the time. Oh, Kurt, what does, what's his, what's his name? Or Robert Pattinson's fake name that he uses? Uh, Ephraim. Uh, what what does that mean? Since you're our okay, so Bible guy, uh, I guess. Basically, uh, Ephraim was the first son of Abraham, which is a very important all of this. Uh, figure in the Bible. And Ephraim was mean to like inherit, and he was a king who led the uh, I believe the people of Jerusalem, which essentially what became the people of Jerusalem for a really long time. And so Ephraim does mean to inherit and to inherit like a good way. So I think it's really funny that he tried to inherit this guy's personality only for it to end up with him dying he tried yeah. to inherit his fishosy he did yeah he did um and i think that's an important part of the movie they have a lot of biblical references that actually don't really go anywhere um because there's a part of the movie where william defoe asks robert basically are you a godly man and robert pattison's character is like if you mean god fearing yeah and then later, we see William Defoe's character go straight up like, may Poseidon kill you, the Triton, Greek mythology references, 
and was like i thought you were i thought you said earlier you were a godly man and then they have things like that where it's all like a sham um which i think is very interesting also am i okay to go in my deep dive yeah great um <laughs> i'm gonna start off with... unless sam needs to say anything no you can go great thank it gives you gives me time to prepare my thoughts so <laughs> okay so i want to start i with couple of things one i'm not an expert on diddly fucking jack i just know kind of something about something so take it with with what you will this is my own research and what i what i know from that um one i wanted to talk about how i think the mermaid part's kind of dumb not because of the fish of sea <laughs> but um so in like mythology and most mythology that this seems to be based off of in reference to mermaids are really good luck mermaids are seen as that's why they put them on ships it's because they're seen as good luck and basically if you see a mermaid or you have a mermaid on your ship it's like you'll stay true to your path you'll make it homebound be okay guidance basically exactly yeah um and then what something that a lot of people i don't think know is that sirens are different they're not fish people they're bird people Basically, a siren is like a harpy, but sirens are like huge and just have the head of a person and the rest of their body is a bird. And harpies are like the upper body of a, I think it's, it might be switched, but either way. So do they have a bird Thank you. I'm glad you got it, Katie. I had that split second. I had to think. <laughs> But they're referencing that it's supposed to be a siren, even though sirens don't have anything to do with fish. There were a bunch of seagulls. There were a bunch of seagulls, but that was a fushussy. <laughs> it's true. That that's why like, she's screaming. It's like an insane close-up of a fushussy. It's it's so close. It's so weird how close up they get to it. Like we, it was. I didn't like, need to see it to know what was happening. It didn't. Okay, so. I'll say this and then we can move on. You can go back to what you're talking about. We can stop talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, straight up that camera shot. It was literally the whole frame. Like, yes. close up. Yes. If they had been, like, a panned out, you saw the entire mermaid and it was there. Different. Could have dealt with it. Wouldn't have made a big deal of it. It was just the pure shot of fish vagina that I think threw. You wouldn't have us. to crop it out to frame it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, entire screen. Uh, but You anyway, got to see I that did... in the movie theater. Yep, with f- four other strangers. <laughs> woo woo. All right, sorry, Corey. <laughs> that's okay. Um, but I think that that's a weird inaccuracy that a lot of people don't know or understand, and I have no clue where that started, and a lot of people don't really know where that started. Um, but yeah, sirens are actually, like, the, the ones that sing and, like, oh, they're so beautiful. They actually mention this in What We Do in the Shadows. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but they're, they're bird people. So her having the, like, oh, I'm so beautiful, and then she screams, and it's supposed to be scary when she screams, but there's a lot of the time where, like, he's looking at her and still, like, mm, about it. Uh, so I just thought that was something to point out, and, like, the whole time that it was happening, I was, like, I understand what they're trying to do, and I know what it's supposed to represent but i can't i can't stop thinking about it um outside of that kurt brought this up and i was like oh my god i understand now it's a it's really representative of the story of prometheus which basically as kurt said off of all of this but everybody else here in this room heard it it's the story in greek mythology of how man got fire and essentially civilization so he was a titan and he basically stole one of zeus's lightning bolts and gave it to the people which is what allowed them to be able to have civilization it also is a very large representation of like intellect and being able to have and use knowledge so i think a good way to represent it it's also why i really like the biblical references in it because it very much ties into the idea of adam and eve where they eat the apple, suddenly they know things. Mm-hmm. Uh, very similarly, Prometheus gives them fire and 
now they have knowledge. Um, and that's what I think the lighthouse actually represents is that it's essentially the fire and Robert Patterson's character is essentially Prometheus trying to get to the knowledge and the ideas and the fire. And once Zeus finds out that he did this as a punishment, he ties him to a rock and has his liver be pecked out for the rest of eternity and just regrow to get pecked out again. By what type of bird? Well, I think in the actual one, it's a hawk, but essentially a seagull uh, because he's on the coast. So the ending part where he's getting eaten alive by birds ties really heavily into that. Yeah. Um, As well as like the idea of the protection of the light and that's not something that humanity was supposed to have. They weren't supposed to have knowledge. They weren't supposed to have community like that. And now that they do, kind of brings its own downfall, which is why I think he dies at the end and then he has to suffer for his consequences. That was super cool. I loved that. That's why I think it brings a lot to the movie because you can see the parallels quite heavily in there. As well as he has to pay for his past sins. Essentially, he said that he didn't kill this man. But he kind of did because he didn't do anything about it. Mm. He was guilty by default. And then he stole his life, which makes him even more guilty. Um, And this is something my grandma used to say, which is really weird. But she used to say, the sins of one becomes another once told. Which is why you only tell it to a priest. Because the priest is the one who can forgive you. Other people can't. Um, Or, you know, somebody in the church who is higher up than that. And I think that also has something to do with this. Because he tells him, he's like, why'd you spill your beans? Why'd you spill your beans? Now you have to pay for it. I thought it was some great parallels. And I think that him having all the knowledge and everything and why he won't let Daniel Radcliffe's character up there makes a lot of sense for those reasons and why he's so adamant to it. You said Daniel Radcliffe. I said Daniel Radcliffe again. Uh-huh. God, fucking everybody's the same person to me. Like, I swear to God, I'm like, there's four different actors. One of them is Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Steve <laughs> One day Buscemi, that person won't then. William Defoe. Robert Patton. Random British guy. Paul yeah. Dano. <laughs> Interchangeable British No, guys. I don't know who Paul Dano is. Remember? Oh, that's true. That guy looks familiar. <laughs> no, that's It's Dylan. Johnny Depp is the last one. No, the guy that looks familiar is Dylan Minnette. No, but I, I mentioned before that I was, like, I didn't realize that Paul Dano was in Little Miss Sunshine, and then he's one of them. One yep. of the people that I don't remember. Sorry. You're learning more. <laughs> I'm learning something. <laughs> it's not the difference between Daniel Radcliffe and Robert Patterson. We'll show you pictures. I'll make you flashcards. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, anyway, Robert's character. That's why they're so adamant on killing each other. And I think that's also why uh, after you think that William Defoe's character dies, he comes back for a vengeance. So there's my theory. I also think that maybe chugging gasoline is not a great idea. Or whatever fuels the... Probably carotene. Carotene? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a zero out of ten. Don't recommend. Nah. Yeah. Do you have any theories, Samuel? Uh, I mean, I was just gonna say the Prometheus or story of Prometheus, which you covered. Um, but I guess I'll add to it that Willem Dafoe's character is based off Proteus, mm-hmm. an old sea god, also, or also known as the old man of the ocean. Who? It's actually his father. In Greek mythology, I believe it's his dad. That makes sense. Why they're both. Thomas. And one is much older and one yeah, is much younger. Yeah. But, That's um, a, I forgot about that. And that, so yeah, I don't, yeah, that's kind of my theory is just, it's kind of a modern retelling of the myth of Prometheus, which is kind of cool that it's a modern interpretation of it. So. And I think it brings a lot of light of why it happens by the sea. And how yeah. the old man is, like, so kind of bizarre. And how there is the part where he is doing the deed. 
Um, and he sees his, he sees the mermaid as the sea god that he was threatened with, who looks like William Defoe. Yep. Yeah, and which the tentacles up there with him. Yeah, which explains like the tentacles and everything. Not that it's like Lovecraftian, but because it's an old sea god. Yeah, it comes off as being a little Lovecraftian in the beginning. It does. Yeah. Very bizarre. Um, Love it. So to bring it full circle, I found a article where Robert Pattinson said he found the fish to see really, really funny. I'm so sure. So did we? So yeah, I mean, yeah, not having like the atmosphere and like tone of it like you're going to set and it's like here's this yeah. maybe that's why they had just the like shot of it because they were like he can't stop laughing when it's right there also apparently like it had like it was a puppet oh so no it could, be, it could be fully maneuvered that makes sense and that honestly yeah i can kind of did they know they... they modeled it after a shark male genitalia that makes sense i guess that just broke my brain because all i can think after you telling me that is they made a pocket fish <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, i have two things i guess i'll add real quick um so the there's two shots that are like based off of like art like actual like fa- old paintings mm-hmm. in the movie um this one really translate well to an audio medium but i'll show everybody um but it's the shot of like willem dafoe with like the light shining into robert pattinson's eyes mm-hmm. and then the end shot or like based off of old artworks the first one where it's the light is hip hypnos i believe is the actual title of it that's the name of the god of sleep and hip yeah. hypnosis yeah and then the other one's just the the seagulls picking out so Which is kind of also cool seeing old art interpreted that way. Yeah. Because it's very, it's a very striking image. You said you had one other thing. Uh, The only other thing, because we were talking about the mermaid, is I'm not 100% correct, but uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, who's in The Witch and in The Northmen, she apparently said to Robert Eggers uh, that she wanted to be in The Lighthouse. He's like, you don't want the role, but... <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Yeah. So, but that's Good for him for yeah. not doing that to her. Yeah. I have one thing I was going to say before we move on, Kurt. And it's just so, you know, obviously I'm the only one in the group that said it's a skip it. I don't particularly care for the, like, make you think kind of movies. And I think we've... Boy, dis- do I know. I think we've discussed it before just because for me, movies are just pure entertainment i don't want to go into them to have to really like deep dive in on it thinking be hard bro (laughs) but that being said so i know a little bit about like mythology i'm not like super hardcore into it but it's really cool to like actually sit here and like listen to you guys talk about it and like make all these parallels and stuff so i think that's something that's cool about movies like this is that there are ways to interpret it so differently and everything so you know just because i say skip it and i'm not into it i don't want people to like immediately like write it off give it a chance it it is honestly it is an interesting movie i just like i said i don't ever need to watch it again like that was i think it's a lot like when we went to the movie theater to see what last night in soho and those people were like could i have seen a more boring movie and i was like i wouldn't trust you as far as i could throw you with any opinions that was a great movie though it was a great movie (laughs) that was not an art house no it was like slightly artsy because there was so many references to the 60s yeah so speaking of movies we enjoyed what's everybody in, what, what's everybody's recommendations katie you look like you have a recommendation to share um i do and i bet all of y'all are gonna be shook the green knight <gasps> that's fitting i'm not that shook i'm not shook at all <laughs> did not like that movie very beautifully shot though but i have a feeling if you like the lighthouse you would enjoy the green knight Kind of, yeah, kind of, no. I think The Green Knight is much more artsy. But, yeah. I mean, just, you know, fair warning, Green Knight doesn't have any fish to see, though. Thank you it for does. sharing. <laughs> Never mind, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, my I said it earlier, but my two recommendations would be The Witch and The Northman. Uh, Northman's a little bit more approachable than The Lighthouses. But they're both great. Get to see Willem Dafoe again in The Northman. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know what else to... <laughs> Kurt's going to hate me for my recommendations. So are you, Sam. Uh, I have a couple of recommendations. Corey, what are your couple of recommendations? So uh, the first one I'm going to recommend is a real out there kind of film. I honestly don't think that... I don't think that you would like it, Sam. I know you wouldn't like it, uh, but it's a black coat's daughter. Real Bizarre does not make a whole lot of sense. I really liked it, though. Um it's out there kind of like how this movie is out there has a lot of very underlying meaning that I feel like you kind of need to know more for don't have to but you're probably going to be very confused um Midsommar feel like if you like this movie you would love Midsommar sorry Katie still doesn't see it we'll watch it one day you keep saying that yeah it's coming sometime someday want to do it next week Fuck it, let's do it. Whenever this comes out and the next episode we have in the can. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I'm also gonna recommend The Village. Is that an M. Night Shyamalan? It is an M. Night Shyamalan film. It's my favorite M. Night Shyamalan film. I thought it was uh, Avatar. The last oh Airbender. my god. <laughs> Thank you for bringing up Sin. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm gonna recommend the ABCs of Death. Uh, it's it's really bad movie, but in terms of just absolute wild factor, eleven out of ten. If you're looking for something that's just as wild, but um, maybe not as good, nowhere near as good. ABCs of Death. You guys stole all the good ones. Come on. We've had repeat recommendations before. Well, yeah, but. I feel like I have to throw something new in there as well. You could recommend Heredity. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend Heredity. I'm really surprised, Sam, you did not recommend Birdemic. There are a lot of birds in this movie like there are in Birdemic. Wow. Um, Crazy coincidence. Yes. Oh, yeah, because birds aren't real. All the birds work for the bourgeoisie. No, dude, the birds are controlled by the government. You know, the birds fly south to Mexico in air quotes. That's them being replaced by new bottles and their batteries replaced. Okay, Katie? Can you say new bottles? Models. Okay. I heard birds bottles too, but it's fine. Thank you, Katie. Real. You know, when you were a kid, you saw all sorts of birds. Now, do you see birds? No, fuck yes. you. <laughs> you see less birds because they're all robots. Robots. Yep. We got the, the robo-avian bussy now, okay? I can't it's do forbidden. that one, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the government doesn't want you to get it, dude. It's forbidden. So what's everyone enjoying this week? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'll start this off with what I say for... Feels like every week, which is Hades. Very apt given the background of the movie. Prometheus is not in Hades. Sorry, y'all. Or Proteus, I'm guessing. Yeah. No. no. Um, spoiler for that game, I guess. Not really. But super great game. Love it. Addicted to it. I've done like... It's a dungeon crawler. You repeat the dungeon a couple of, by a couple of times. I mean, I've done it probably 130 now. There's a lot. It's a lot. Anyway, super fun. Highly recommend. Do you want me to go or do you want to go? I feel like our answer is going to be the same. I mean, I have one more to add to it, but... Okay, I'll let you go first and then we can... Um, I saw the unbearable weight of Massive Talent, the new <gasps> Nicolas Cage movie. How was Fucking it? Fucking asshole. So good. Oh. It's it's hilarious. We need to, need to do an episode on it. Yes, I want to see it so bad. Yeah, that's one that's on the list. I did also learn over the week that... Before Nicolas Cage signed on to play himself in the movie, they were looking at Daniel Day-Lewis or Christian Bale to play Nicolas Cage in the movie, <laughs> which 
Man, those would have been two way different movies. You got but, some Justin Bieber hair going yeah. on here. That's my Bruce Wayne hair. No, man, that hair is wild. There. Oh, now now you're a beetle. Alpha, alpha. <laughs> the, the hair, <laughs> the hair that's up. up. <laughs> that was okay. an anime character moment. I can give you. Yeah, a, now you're now you've got the Beach Boys like. You have some Beatles haircut. The good. zombies. Are you monkeys? I guess you would be a monkey because you're American. Or a beetle. Not all a beetle. The, all Jesus, the 60s a beach boy. bands. Huh? All the 60s bands. Dude, it is just the same people in different fonts. <laughs> I'm convinced. Basically. Did you know that Good Vibrations is from the Beach Boys, not the Beatles? I didn't. I yeah. love the Beach Boys. How did you not know that? They sound the same. No, they don't. It absolutely does. No. Lies. No. Lies. I've seen. It's all lies. To be fair, I have really poor hearing. <laughs> Uh, so I guess the other thing for us, unless you're... No, that was my only other thing. Uh, Sam and I went to Comic-Con. Neat. a lot of fun. Playing at Comic-Con. Yeah, in Kansas City. Uh, we go just about every year. Um, the last two years have been a little jacked up because of COVID. Last year they had it in August, and normally it's in, like, the... March, April time. Yeah, so... We only had a few months between Comic-Cons this time, but it was a really good time. Um, I cosplayed all three days. The first day, our parents came, and we, honestly, I mean, it's a blast every year. I love seeing all the different people cosplaying and, like, taking pictures of all the different cosplays and stuff, so. Bought way too much artwork. A lot of it was Scarlet Witch artwork. Bought a lot of pop figures. It was a good time. I, uh, on Friday cosplayed as ted lasso um and then on saturday i cosplayed as the mandalorian and i was actually like kind of popular which was surprising it was really yes. cool yeah. it was really really it was really good, good dude I, I did not feel super confident about it like you should have before we got there and then i had we were only there for like four hours on saturday because a none of us could really text because we were all wearing gloves couldn't do anything on our phones couldn't look through anything because we had gloves on it, it, it we we instituted a new rule that day that at least one of us needs to be without gloves or we need tech friendly gloves yeah just uh sew in some copper it'll yeah. work yeah it was lesson learned it's good to know um but yeah so we i had at least seven like random strangers ask for like pictures either with me or just of me even like including a small child and those Aww. are just the ones yeah. that we know of yeah and then probably the coolest or at least my highlight of the weekend is we are going to meet Patrick Leeson, who's a comic book artist mm-hmm. uh, who's doing Spider-Man currently, or was at the... He's now, because there's a new run, it's not him, but uh, we got in line and I was wearing the cosplay and I didn't have the helmet on at the time because A, it got super hot wearing that because there's foam on the inside so it like fit my head better. Mm-hmm. And B... You can't wear your glasses inside yes, the helmet. Yes, that's also true. I can't see while I'm, like, wearing the helmet because, A, it's a really small visor, and, B, my glasses did not fit. <laughs> so, no matter how much we tried. Yeah. Um, but his, like, handler was, like, asked, he's like, oh, can I see, like, the full, like, thing with, like, the helmet on? I was like, sure. So I got that done, and, like, cause the artist was talking to the guy in front of me and got that on, and he finished up, and he, like, pulled out his phone and started recording i think and he was like hey mando uh am i going the right way and the quote from the mandalorian is this is the way so i did that and he's like oh sweet thanks man i was hoping you would get that and he's like how do you feel about doing like a personalized video i was like uh sure and so he's like cool uh so this this will be for my son logan uh and he's like can you do the i can bring you in warm or i can bring you in cold line I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then he's, I think he started recording, but I'm not 100% sure because I, could, I couldn't tell. And B, I kind of froze when it, I was like, agreed to do this. But he went like that. And it was like one or two second pause. And I did the line, didn't flub it or anything. Super Hell proud yeah. of myself. Fucking nailed it, dude. Yeah. And I mean, he was like, mm, on it. It was yeah. great. That's so dope. Yeah. And he's like, those are probably 
probably doesn't go with your outfit, but here you go. And it gave me like a little pin, like you can wear for like on your shirts and stuff, like of his like logo. Hey. So that was pretty cool. So shout out to Patrick Gleason. <laughs> Still made Super you pay cool for guy's yeah. autograph though. <laughs> it's fine. He served. I mean, I wasn't hey, hey, expecting. Most people were like, "Can I have a video with you?" He was like, "Can I have a video of, of you?" you? Yeah. 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 He, he genuinely was a really really nice guy though. The other really cool interaction we had was. Um, God, I'm probably going to mess up his name. Oh, uh, Carlos Ferrero. He Ferrero. plays, uh, did Dom. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, Friday we were there with our parents and Tyler. And Tyler's a huge Gears of War fan. So he wanted to go meet uh, Carlos Ferro. Fierro. Fierro, I believe. Fierro. Yeah, and so we went over. I went with Tyler and Sam and our parents were walking around. And then, like, right as we're about to step up and meet Carlos mom dad and sam show up and so carlos starts talking to tyler and i and he's like first off it was really cool because he wasn't in what they call celebrity row where all the like big names are he wanted like an actual booth like out with all the vendors he's like because one he's like i want to talk to people like i don't want to have to like rush people through the line he's like i want to spend time with the people who are here to see me so he really really cool dude so he's talking about all kinds of stuff talking about kansas city um everything he's like the other thing he starts talking about um it sounds weird he's like cults he's like the thing about cults is it's not just like oh these like religious leaders and all that kind of stuff he's like a cult is when you're trying to just pull people into something else introduce new people to fandoms and everything so Anyway, Sam's in his Ted Lasso cosplay on Friday. And so he's like, and you know what else is a cult? Ted Lasso. (laughs) And so he goes on like, I don't know, probably a 15 minute rant. Yeah, we talked about Ted Lasso for like 15 minutes. (laughs) So like Sam sold Tyler's Thunder going to meet the actor or the voice actor that he wanted to meet. But well, first dad was wearing his like Spider-Man No Way Home. Yes, we talked about that for a little bit, but he really, really cool guy. Super friendly. Um. He just, he talked a lot. <laughs> but yeah, so it, Comic-Con was, was great. I say we had a really, really good time. And it was one of those by the end of the day, Sunday. Granted, I didn't feel great by the end of the day, Sunday. I was, I don't know if I was just tired or what, but I felt like crap. Um, by the end of the day, Sunday, it was like, I'm sad that it's over. But at the same time, I'm like, good, because I'm fucking exhausted. <laughs> But that's so sweet. Yeah. That's so sweet. awesome, you guys. I was going to say, they already announced next year's dates, so I'm I'm excited. Before we move on to yours, Kurt, really quickly, I remembered another recommendation, because I always do, Mm -hmm. uh, which would be Lord of the Flies. The book? And the movie, yeah. The movie's okay. I think that if you won't watch, if you won't read the book, at least watch the movie, you'll be fine. Because if you're the kind of person who won't read the book, you'll probably like the movie. Yeah, you'll probably like the movie, but The Lord of the Flies doesn't talk in the movie. It's like one of the most important conversations I, I know, book. I know it is, but... It's one of my favorite books. Um. Anyways, what I've been enjoying this week, uh, I was given a gift by... <coughs> um, Sam? Yeah, pretty much one of my favorite people. Um, I was given a very wonderful gift. Would, do you want to give any backstory to said gift? Um... <laughs> Didn't really think this would be on air, but <laughs> um, can't wait to put it on our Instagram. Yeah, don't so, give out names, either you. Yeah, no, no, I won't. I won't. Uh, yeah. So Saturday, walking around, looking at all the exhibitors or people and artwork, and one of them had like mystery bags on the. Uh, for sale for like 20 bucks for like random stuff in there of their artwork and they had drawings on the like outside and one of them was percy from critical role slash the legend of vox machina animated show i was like sweet i haven't seen any critical role like art anywhere saw a lot few cosplays which all looked pretty good but couldn't really see any or hadn't really seen any so scrolling looking through and they had like more of like Keyleth and a few other characters and I was like well Percy's my favorite like out of all of these so and the way they explained it to me sounded like you're getting 
at least one artwork you like in the mystery bag because it's like a it's like a grab bag it, yeah. that's how those things usually work is that whatever is on the exterior is what you have inside they don't just You're, put random shit on yeah. the outside but get it we go we leave go to dinner come home or back to katie and tyler's place and uh open it up uh first one's dobby from my hero academia which he's kind of a cool character that's fine uh the next one's harley quinn from the suicide squad um but she gets progressively more lewd yeah yeah lewd's a good word yeah uh then Bowserette, I think. Bowsette. Uh which is like a mixture of It's it's no no okay. There's so like this, this crown that turns you into human female. Yeah, it's like this mushroom crown thing. Oh, okay. I don't know my Super Mario Bros. Yeah. that well, but don't worry about it. You don't need to. I don't to. even know if it was in the game but like I feel like there's so much Bowsette porn I've seen. It's <laughs> seen a lot of cosplays of it haven't seen any porn um yeah like, i think that's where it started yeah like, it's it not was, surprising honestly knowing the internet so it was really bad because like it wasn't just like i wasn't searching out the porn it was more so that there was it was everywhere so much of it i felt like i couldn't go to school people really want to fuck browser yeah people really want to fuck browser but uh yeah so that that was one and then the fourth and final one was, God, what's her name? Oh, Mercy pinup, pretty much. Mercy, yeah, Mercy pinup. It was like a Sports Illustrated cover. Yeah, yeah. I actually really, I actually really, really like them. Um. <laughs> uh, there was a couple more like smaller artwork things in there, but I don't remember all of them off the top of my head. But they're like playing cards, but yeah, yeah they're these cute little playing cards with a bunch of different like horror pictures. Like there's one of Elvira, Chucky, and before. Nightmare Before Christmas one. <laughs> yeah, the the fun part of that, like, grab bag or whatever, the mystery pack, when we got back to the house and Sam's like, oh yeah, I have this to open. I'm like, cool, let's watch. I just watched Sam take these out one by one and progressively, like, the disappointment on his face just got bigger and bigger and he's like, well, that was a waste of $20. So yeah, he then so gave it to Kurt, yeah. <laughs> which was fantastic. Uh, yeah, I just about cried. I laughed so hard. <laughs> Definitely didn't expect that from Sam, did you? Yeah, I, you know, like, I'm really glad Sam got me smut, because, you know, <laughs> what else would you get me? Um, but, I mean, he even got me Bowsette. Like, that was, like, let's be honest, that was a weird psychic link, okay? That's he a real know, bro right there. Yeah, that's a real bro. He, he unexpectedly gets you one of your top five. Uh, <laughs> but, I want you all know. to know that, if you don't know Kurt, this is so awkward, but this is right up... The kind of shit that he would just say. This is just shit you do. You just say to say. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's also not wrong. <laughs> I also need Bless you your to, heart. I also need you to know, like, as Sam's opening those and everything, he straight up was just like, well, "I guess I can give these to Kurt." <laughs> there was no hesitation. It didn't come from me. It didn't come from Tyler. It was straight up Sam just. I can give these to Kurt. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. They, they... I see how it is. Throw your random shit at us. <laughs> I have to deal with that. That's my house. No, no. I, might I don't want it at my house. <laughs> Congratulations uh, on your new artwork, Corey. I kind of want to take them. I kind of want to take them to work and hang them up around my desk so people stay out of my office. That's do an do HR do nightmare. You think that they have HR there? That's funny, Katie. Listen, you've heard. This I story. know. Are you in charge of HR there? I can be. <laughs> Here's the the person our, who's our in H charge of HR there she's is barely. a bully. <laughs> Bless her heart. I love her, but she's a bully. Oh, Lordy. Anything else you've been enjoying, Kurt? No. Okay. Besides. <laughs> no. There, there's, the shussy. <laughs> uh, besides that and the bounce set, I think um, as as a quote, quote, we just watched, I got second degree burns on my Johnson, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Too much Bowser Z. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like if you if you okay, can we end this question, now? Legitimate question. Can we end this? We end it before no, we end it. Yep. no. One more question. Oh if God. you were to put on the Bowser crown, get pregnant, and then take it off, what happens? That's the question I'm gonna leave the audience with. I love you guys. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. It's been real. I'm Kurt. I'm Sam. <laughs>
and I wish I wasn't here. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on this week's episode. Yeah, go check out our social media. Please don't leave us bad reviews after this episode. Honestly, if you do, we'll just reply with Fushussy. <laughs> check bro, out our Reddit for photos. Bro, they scared of the Fushussy? <laughs> Sam. <laughs> See you oh next time. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.